You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. Hey everyone, Double A here. Hey, check it out. I am now an ambassador for Ray's Energy Drink. If you're looking for an energy drink that's going to provide you with maximum stamina, energy, focus, and recovery, do not look any further. Ray's Energy has got you covered. Go to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com and enter promo code PROFILE to receive 15% off all of your orders. Tell them Double A sent you. And always remember to take it easy. back to the profile pod i'm your host double a here for another spectacular episode of the pod we have a very very special guest in the house tonight uh, before we get into our, our guest i'd like to you know run down the housekeeping items but don't forget to subscribe on youtube uh, give me a rate review on apple Podcasts. follow me on instagram all the social media you guys know the deal man it's uh it's always a pleasure getting feedback and, and interacting with everybody out there and showing the love and support. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough, how much I appreciate it. And uh, so thank you so much for doing that. Um, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a great, great couple of weeks. This last week's been so busy with everything that with events and pop-ups and episodes, and uh, it's just a lot been going on, staying productive and uh, got a lot more stuff coming down the pipe. I'm going to be making more announcements on social media, but uh, thank you once again, everybody. Um, don't forget about Social Nostra, baby. Social Nostra Network. It's a network of creators and podcasters now available on Roku, social, I'm sorry, on Instagram, all the audio platforms, everything. So don't forget about Social Nostra, man. Give us a follow. There's something there for everybody. And a big shout out to the set 6145. It's a new podcast out of Brooklyn, New York. And uh, man, we're just doing big things on the Social Nostra Network. So big shout out to Kevin and everybody out there. Um, let's go ahead and get to our guest, man. This guy is chomping at the bit. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm applauding over here. Finger snaps, finger snaps. That's right. That's right. That's right. This this man is doing big things as an actor, a stuntman. He's a model. And he's done, uh, he's worked on, he's done Ford commercials, PlayStation, DirecTV, Honda, I mean, he's doing some really big things, and uh, he's here to talk about everything. He's originally from NorCal, and he's going to give us a piece of his life, man. It's right here. He's going to give us a glimpse into his world. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my man, Arturo Rangel, a.k.a. Turo Menudo. What is up, brother? How you doing? Man, I am fired up right now, bro. That is quite an entrance, like an intro, let me say. Dude, that's awesome. Thank you so much, bro. I'm excited to be here. See, I'm stumbling over my words already, bro. You got me so fired up and excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, I mean, you got so much to say. Even you can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm humbled, bro. I'm so humbled, man. Uh, I've just been... I've been super fortunate, super blessed, man, and uh, just consistent, hard work, bro. Just believing, 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 uh, a lot of praying, a little bit of crying, a little bit of crying, you know, a little bit of crying. Everybody's got to have a little bit of downs every now and again, you know, but um, super excited to share. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, thank you for being here, man. And, and it's, you know, you're only human, Arturo. You're only human, man. And I, I know we, we all have our battles. And we all have to, you know, we all face adversity in some way or another, but it's, it's all about how we react to it because, you know, there's always a beautiful day tomorrow. And that's, you know, for me, I take, uh, you know, solace in that, man. You know, no matter what happened today, you learn, move on. And then tomorrow, as so you wake up, it's a beautiful, sunshiny day, man, at least here in, in California, right? Oh, man, we, we are. Yeah, we're spoiled out here, bro. <laughs> we 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 can just go to the beach, you know. We can just go to the mountains, but yeah, absolutely, man. It it's always brighter, you know. It's always gonna get better. And 
um, I'm excited to share, dude. It's it's a lot of good things. You know, I like to keep it real. I'll share with you some of the struggles, some of the things that I've battled through, some tips, some tricks, whatever I can help with. Man. That's what I'm here for. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. Arturo, and you know, we met at the Chicano Hollywood event back in December. And mm -hmm. man, right away, man, you and I clicked up and, and it's, it's always great to surround yourself with great people, man, as yourself, you know, inspirational people, because you're, you're, you're setting the example, man, for, for myself, because, and others, you're, you're in the acting world, you started acting, and then you parlayed that into uh, uh, modeling and stunt work. And man, I'm just like, I can't wait to hear about everything. Um, how, what, how you're, you're now living up in, in NorCal. And mm -hmm. uh, how's your day today, man? Man, my, my day has been great, but it's been on the go because uh, believe it or not, tomorrow I'm taking off to Colorado. I have a 6 a.m. flight because I booked my first job in Colorado uh, for my agents, and I'm gonna go take care of that tomorrow, man. So I'm super pumped. I'm gonna go head out, dude. <laughs> so wow. I was like planning and gathering all my things, you know, and uh, I live with my grandparents. Uh, we live on a cattle ranch. So we have to make sure the animals are okay. We gotta make sure that, well, at least I do. You know, I wanna make sure that they're okay before I take off. I like to leave them set so that way I know, okay, they're good. I can go handle what I need to and uh, I can just enjoy it, you know? That's how you, you create a better performance if you're truly happy, if you're enjoying yourself and you love what you do. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, how big is that ranch? Ooh, okay, so the ranch is, uh, the, the ranch that we live on is 6,000 acres big, bro. Oh. And the ranch that my grandfather works for is 15,000 acres big. Holy so, yeah, it's a huge chunk of land, brother. It's like, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not in the city. We live on the outskirts of the city and, uh, the closest city that we're to is King city. And that's like 25 minutes away. So we gather up all the supplies, whatever we need. And then we head out to the ranch and we do our thing out there, bro. <laughs> wow, man, that's unbelievable. 6,000 acres. That's uh that's pretty big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude it's it's a lot bro it's so much you know there's fences there's trees falling down you know there's animals escaping we got to track them down some yeah. animals you know they need treatment got to go get them uh, either on a horse or an atv it just depends man it's it's really fun um but it's just a lot of work yeah and uh, I've been very fortunate to call it home because my grandfather has been working the ranch for the last uh, 50 years. He's been working the ranch. Man, you know what's crazy, Arturo, is my, my dad has about, I don't know, give or take five or, five or 600 acres in the state of Zacatecas, Mexico. And uh, that's, I mean, that's vast. I mean, that's pretty big, you know, but you're talking 6,000. Oh my gosh, that is like incredible. Yeah. Dude, it's it's insane. It's like uh, I feel I feel pretty you know lucky you know blessed that I was born into this, and, and as I'm sure you as well. Zacatecas is a beautiful, beautiful. I've been to my my dad's from Zacatecas, so I've been up there, and oh. I, I've seen I've seen you know I uh, I think I was 16 the last time I went, but yeah, that's a that's a good chunk of land out there too, bro. You know that's something yeah. definitely to be proud of. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I, no, I love it down there and. What part of Zacatecas is, is your dad from? He's from Jerez. He, uh, okay. Yeah, Jerez, uh, Garcia Jerez or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think it's that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right, very cool, man. Small world, brother. I, I didn't even know that you were from Zacatecas. Or, you, you know, you have ties to Zacatecas. Your dad's from there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why we're getting to know each other, bro. <laughs> that's why we're here, bro. That's when we do the podcast, man. And yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, once again, bro, I, I'm really, you know, you, you're, you're doing your thing as an actor, man. So you grew up in NorCal and then you, mm -hmm. you had uh, some time down in Arizona as, during your high school years. Um, yeah. When, when did you jump into the whole acting thing, man? Talk about how that came about. What inspired you? I mean, what, what was the, the driving force to getting you into acting, brother? 
Yeah, so when we were at the ranch, uh, it was me and like four or five of my cousins and my tias, and uh, we were all like one year apart. So there was just a line of us, and I was uh, one of the younger ones. So when we would get bored at the ranch, my grandparents had a video camera, and we would just record each other doing like music videos or skits or like stunts or like impersonations. We just we just thought it was funny and uh, we all just kind of grew up thinking we were going to be actors and models and we, you know, just as kids just screwing around. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, originally my parents ended up divorcing and that's why I went to Arizona. So I took off to Arizona and it kind of separated me from my family and from the whole ranch and everything. And that's why I didn't jump back into acting until I came back to California. And I think I was like, 22 23 when i came back to california and then that's when i settled back in you know i got to be out here with my grandparents my family again and you know i had to figure out like okay well how am i supposed to break into this acting industry like this is the only thing i was really passionate about mm -hmm. you know college college was cool but it wasn't really like for me because i didn't know what i wanted to do i didn't have like a certain direction that I wanted to study you know like I didn't, I didn't have anything but the passion for acting so it took me like a year or two to really like settle in and figure out what I needed to do and I only got I, I was only steered in the right direction because I met a friend who told me about like the casting networks and she told me about like uh, studios that were in the Bay Area and um, she told me about agents and she told me about like Facebook groups. There's like Facebook groups for like castings. And so I just plugged myself in, man. And uh, I ended up learning a little bit about what exactly was needed to be represented by an agent. And that's when I auditioned for an agent and I was able to get a contract. So it, if it wasn't for that contract that I got with the agency, I still wouldn't have as much experience as I do now because I was kind of just like thrown into the auditions and thrown into like, I got directly booked sometimes just because of my looks. So <laughs> they would be like, okay, Arturo, like you're a big tall Latino guy, go ahead and act now. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm never really, I, I'm kind of self-taught, but like, let's just go, you know? So I did, I did uh, commercials and then I started modeling. Uh, and then I, I learned about like the union, there's an actor's union. So I auditioned for, you know, some union jobs and I was able to really learn and I was able to see what it was like to be an actor. Um, but it was just, it was just a huge, just super fast transition, brother. I mean, I had like a normal, like regular Monday through Friday job when I got the contract. So you know, I had to really figure out like, okay, like if I need to go audition, this is pre COVID, like, okay, I need to go to San Francisco at any given moment. I might need to go to Sacramento at any given moment. I might need to go to LA. So that's when I, I really had to make a shift in order to be able to make like that whole actor's life work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 Sorry. I just kind of went on. <laughs> oh, no, that's great, man. No, we're all ears right here, brother. And what's the timetable on this man when you got that contract and everything kind of transpired there what's yeah the it was um I, i've been acting now for five years and the contract that i got with that agent was two years so i started with a two-year contract and by the time my two years were up i had you know i i had finally done like three or four commercials i had done that playstation job um, I had done a pretty good amount of work and when I was with my agent at the time, I, because I had been auditioning and I had learned about the Bay area and all that, I learned that there was a bigger agency in San Francisco and I wanted to be part of their agency because like all the actors that I seen that were booking things out here were like part of them. So I seen like, Oh, that agency is like really good. Like they had a lot of good connections. So mm -hmm. As soon as my two-year contract was up with the other agency, I decided to audition for this other agent in San Francisco. And luckily I was able to land a contract with them too. So they're also the ones that got me the one, the jobs for like Ford, for like Honda. I mean, I, I still had to audition for all of these jobs, but I mean,
mean, they were the ones that were kind of like putting me out there. They're like, okay, Arturo, you're gonna audition for this. You're gonna audition for this. You're gonna audition for this. Wow. Um, which was really great. You know, that's it was like amazing. But at the same time, the more that you ask for, the more that you get. And you know, from my background, I've always worked hard, so I've never turned down an audition. So I would get like two or three auditions a day, bro. I would be auditioning like every single day. Like I just had my audition curtain up and I had like my camera there just ready because, um, well, I'm sorry, this was after COVID. <laughs> this, or this COVID happened right around the time I got my contract with the new agency. So I had to slow down with that agent for like six months. I got the contract, but then COVID happened, things shut down. But when it opened up, it like really opened up. Like things were like needing to be done now. So that's why I was auditioning so much, you know, which is great. But it was like, dude, I was memorizing lines while driving, you know, like I'd be just be sitting there. I would say the lines to my phone and then I would just play them in the car. And then I would just like hit mute and then I would just say them while I'm driving to whatever job I just booked or like, dude, it was crazy. It was nuts. And <laughs> this is great, right? Like it's, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, not, you're, not complaining. you're not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining, but it, it got to be a little taxing. You know, I, I realized mm -hmm. that I wasn't making as much money as I thought as I was making like my efforts and, and the money just wasn't the same. So I decided to go union because union, you make more as an actor, you're protected more, you get benefits and you know, you're able to be part of bigger jobs. Um, and this is also right around the time that I became friends with a stunt coordinator. So I learned to do stunts directly from the stunt coordinator. He taught me, like he put me through a workshop basically like a two month workshop on how to do stunts. So when you do stunts, it's better to be union because you're doing like, you're working on like Marvel movies, you're working on, you know, big commercials doing stunts, right? So that's why I went union so I can be able to do all of that. No doubt, man, no doubt. Yeah, that's, uh, that. You know, I interviewed, uh, you know, I don't wanna get ahead of myself too much, but with the stunts, I interviewed uh, a friend's mom, her name is, Donna Garrett, she was doing stunts back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. She was in the business. She got into the business. So, uh, you know, that was an interesting conversation. And uh, But, uh, but you know, stunt, I give you guys a lot of respect, man, for what you do as a stunt person because obviously it's dangerous, it's risky, you know, you have your, you know, it's physically demanding, all that good stuff. And But, uh, you know, going back to the acting, though, you so you, you booked this you got in with this bigger agency and ever since then i mean yeah it seems like uh things just like you said move moved along a lot faster and you were having to keep up with all these auditions um what has been you've also been in in, in movies and in films in addition to the commercial stuff and what has been is there is there a level of difficulty or what, what would you say the main contrast is doing commercials and, for example, a, a, a you know a film, whether it's a, a short film or full length feature? Uh, what are some of those really visible contrasts that you that you've noticed for, that you've experienced between the two? Man, they're they're like they're like yin and yang, you know. Hold on, let me turn my speakers down because I heard an echo. <laughs> uh, they're like they're like yin and yang, you know, because commercials are quick. Commercials are you know ninety percent happy and popping and colorful, and this is happening. This product is great. Everyone's having a good time. You know, it's it's just eye catching, right? It's about the product. So commercials are quick and they happen really fast. They're great. They're a lot of fun. Um, film and television, you get into the more of the dramatic side sometimes. You can get into like the timing side of things. There's like an equation to comedy, you know, you're setting things up for the next punchline. So you get to take your time when it comes to film and television versus commercials happen so fast, you know, mm -hmm. and, com and commercials, it's usually like a one or two day thing. 
versus like a short film or a film you're planning that thing for like two months three months right with the table read the rehearsals uh you talk to the the writers the directors if you you know have any kind of questions like you dial all of it in you have the time to do that mm. um, you definitely prepare you know equally for both um the audition process it's this the same you know you either self-tape or you're doing a zoom or you're in person but yeah those are the difference between the two and i've just been really fortunate that i've been able to like really i, I would say that my strong point would be the commercial aspect of it because in the Bay Area, it's like 90% commercial jobs. So out here, I've done mostly commercials, but I, I myself put my, like, I put myself to learn television and film. That's why I went to LA because LA has more of that. And that's what I like. That's what I, that's what I became an actor for is so that way I can have fun with a, uh, a comedic scene or, or if I'm part of a sitcom or, you know, whatever it may be, that's, that's what was really passionate. Like commercials are great, they're fun, but you know, I don't really get like to act like a full on scene now. It's just a quick little pop, 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 pop. And then, yeah, everybody loves this Apple watch, you know, but like, <laughs> I want to tell you how this Apple watch was made, <laughs> basically. I see, I see. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed your uh, MC, MC Ray 10. MC 10 rays, the, where MC I was a, the huge sun. <laughs> that was great, man. That was awesome. Yeah. How long did uh, that, that shoot take? Uh, took two days. No, I'm sorry. It took one whole day, but we came, I came back again to just to add a button. I added a button at the end of it. So it was a lot of fun. And that's what's cool about commercials is that like you just get on set and you just have fun. Like I've never been a giant son before. I've never been a mascot. And <laughs> that's what it felt like I was, you know, and I was just having fun as a hip hop rapper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, you seem like you had, you had a lot of fun on that, on that shoot, man, on that commercial. And, uh, yeah, you had the whole prop going, the whole costume thing going and, um, yeah. Shout out to Rob Vargas. That was Rob Vargas who created that, that sun costume. And, um, yeah, the entire team over there at stellar solar, they were the ones that, that brought me on. And I had no idea I was even going to be the son until that day. Like, they just told me I was going to be a rapper. They had no idea. And I knew we were going to do a solar commercial, but I, I thought I was going to be in, like, baggy jeans and, like, a huge, like, chain. And then I get there, and they're like, okay, like, put on your costume. And I'm like, what yeah. the heck? Like, like, I mean, like, Stellar Solar, it's a solar panel commercial. It makes sense. So I just jumped in it, and I just had a lot of fun. I just, I don't know, I, I like to goof around. And just being fun on set and being on camera, having fun, it just, it shows, you know, it, I was yes. just more about the performance side of things. And I don't know, it just, it became a lot of fun. No doubt, man. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out that commercial. You can, you can see it on uh, Thudo's Instagram page on his feed. Uh, and you've also done a lot of films, man. Most recently, correct me if I'm wrong, Ghetto Busters as Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Lucifer, man. Lucifer himself. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I liked your line. Those people need church or something like that, right? Yeah, I know. The devil's saying that people need church, bro. You got to be a bad <laughs> person. You got to be a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Dude, Falcon, uh, shout out to Freddie Falcon and, and the whole Falcons team. Um, you know, everyone yeah. on, on the show has been great. You know, Concrete, Ricky everyone it was that was actually the funnest set i've ever been on i was allowed to be myself completely like i they gave me like free roam to do whatever i wanted with the character and i mean the reason why i landed that role is because i looked like tom ellis from lucifer at least that's the way that everyone's been telling me like you look like <laughs> lucifer so i just decided to just like go with it and uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun i, I mean the prosthetics also brought vargas as well he gave me oh, the okay. horns, and um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, wow. okay, Rob Vargas, same guy from uh, the the solar the stellar solar commercial. Yeah, he he does like prosthetics and, and costumes, and he he really just makes everything by hand. Man. He takes his time, so yeah, it, it 
I mean, it's, you're as good as the people around you, bro. You know, like a lot of, a lot of the stuff and it, and it shout out to everyone behind the scenes, you know, it's like that are creating this, this epic like costume or writing or, you know, cinematic, like just the shots and the directing, like those guys deserve a lot of credit too, you know, as much as the actors do because yeah. the actors are as good as everyone that's, that's helping them, you know, like I, if I need to dial in a character, I need to talk to the writer and be like, hey, bro, like, what, what was this guy thinking at this point? Like, what was leading up to this scene? You know, if you're unclear, you got to sort all of this out. So shout out to everyone in production, too. Yeah, absolutely. Man. And what, what do you like to do to prepare yourself, you know, when you're on set, doodle, and you're, you're getting ready to do your scene, say your lines? Is there anything that you like to do to get you in that creative space to, to really get you um, in that into the into character? Yeah, for me, I dude, it's like I have a soundtrack going on. I have like a, a certain like mood of like music that I'll listen to for each different character. Like just depending on whatever's going on in the scene, if it's an emotional scene, like um Mm -hmm. in bad decisions i had to really put my little brother in his place so i was listening to a lot of uh just like rock music and just kind of stuff that just allowed you to feel like a certain level of anger without you know any kind of restrictions and so when i went to set i just already had that i just felt frustrated and, and just angry uh going into it because I had already built it with this music <laughs> it's, it's kind of it's like i listened to rock music for like 30 minutes prior to going and and doing my scene and it just helped me it just got me in because i don't know because i had been i had been a mechanic all day and, and i had been working for 12 hours and then i had to check my little brother so i had to you know really put myself in a stressful mind state like i had a rough day you know and, and i had the world on my shoulders and this little dude wasn't you know cooperating so I felt like the character would be listening to nothing but rock music to just kind of amp them up and just push them through. And then finally, when the rock music's off mm -hmm. and it's just me and the little bro, like I already have all this energy and I'm already up here and he wasn't. So I was able to really like, it was, a, it was just a, a different performance. You know, it was just like, I don't know. It's, it's you got to watch bad decisions. If you guys haven't seen bad decisions, watch bad decisions. I will post a link soon. <laughs> I'll send it to you. And uh, you guys can let me know, and then you'll you can see if I if you can tell if I was listening to rock music prior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And some of your your other uh, performances, you've appeared on Deception Streets, uh, Forgotten World. I mean, just a lot, man. Seven Lost. You played uh, Private Beto Martinez, uh, Totally <laughs> Awesome Machines. Yeah. It goes on and on, man, and you're starting to, you know, really build up a catalog for yourself, man. What's, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. What's been uh, some of the most challenging things for you thus far, Doodle, as an actor, man? Challenging, it's time management. Time management is, like, super hard, you know, if you have to be in one place and then you have to go do an audition before it's due at a certain time, you know, it's, that is, that is really challenging. So you have to learn like audition tricks and, and, you know, scene study to really make it second nature and make it easier for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, another challenges would be, you know, a lot of people beat themselves up sometimes when they don't get a job, you know, sometimes you have self doubt. You're like, I really spent like, two days to learn this character to audition and then you don't get the job like sometimes you you can overthink it so that's some of the challenges that come with it what i learned is is you just have to give yourself like five minutes in the car you know you can you can say that to yourself like maybe maybe i could have done this maybe i could have then you gotta let it go you know there's plenty of other jobs out there there is plenty of other great roles you know there is always going to be something that's more like for you than what you thought was for you in that job you know so i'm super hopeful i try to get through like 10 or 15 auditions before i would book one 
you know that's my goal i just try to get through like 10 or 15 and i know that one of them is gonna stick but sometimes i only do like three and one of them will stick you know and sometimes it's the other way around so i like to stay super hopeful and just remind myself that and just tell other actors and other people that are in the industry whether it be like models or stuntmen or music artists anybody that's like you know auditioning or putting themselves out there if you don't get it right away just it's okay you know just let it go because something better is coming right yeah it's a numbers game right i mean like you just said you know sometimes it's you stick one after three auditions or uh or not so many auditions and then conversely you you know you'll get one out of ten or uh, but like you said, the, the the main thing I think is is really like you said, sticking with it, and not mm-hmm. giving up, and not taking anything personal. And you you know you yeah. always hear that you know as, as an actor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and another thing I just want to say too, real quick, is uh, something that's that's helped me as an actor, and and just helped me on set, and you know just be a better person in general. It's just to be directable, you know, be able to listen to what someone is telling you and to be able to take that adjustment, let it sink in you and just, you know, be able to perform and be able to do that adjustment, right? Um, If you get told, hey, you're being a little too happy, you know, maybe just tone it down a bit and just do what exactly as, as what you're being directed to do and I feel like that is super helpful. Like when it comes to auditions and when you're on set, the director will be like, I can work with this guy. Like, you know, I, whatever it may be, like, especially as a new actor, like I came in, I had no idea how to professionally, I'd never taken like any acting classes. I just jumped into it, but I was able to be directable and, and I learned like, okay, that's why he told me that adjustment. So next time it came up in a scene or in an audition, I was a bit, I was able to be like, all right, I'm already, I already know what I got to do, you know? Uh-huh. So that's just something that I wanted to tell everyone, you know, whoever's listening that be directable and things will go good for you on set. That's a great point, man. That's a great point because I, I, uh, I coached for, for many years. I coached my son who's now 20 years old when he was younger. And not only that, I coached high school. And one thing you always tell your players is be coachable. You know, so I think there's a parallel there, you know, be coachable, take the coaching, um, like you said, take the direction and, and apply it. Uh, but, you, you know, but I think that takes a certain skill to be able to learn how to do that. Right. And, and really yeah, yeah. apply it, you know? you know. Yeah. I, I believe thing. it, I believe it, it would take practice, right? Like with everything, um, you got to practice, practice, practice. There's some times I wasn't able to make a direction. Like a, I wasn't able to take a direction. Very frustrating, but <laughs> you're able to, you got to just keep going. You know, you got to practice, practice, practice. And then before you know it, you're like, all right, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, this is, this is good. Now I'm having fun. Now I don't feel like, I feel in my element. I feel comfortable, you know? So that's super awesome. That's, I never really put two and two together. Coachable, directable. Absolutely, man. Right, you know, and we've all been there. We've all been there, man. You know, uh, whether as an actor, as an athlete, um, maybe at work, you know, you're taking direction or taking advice, you know, counsel, whatever the case may be, man. But you're also doing modeling, man. Let's get into that a little bit. You're, you're, you know, <laughs> so from from the from the acting, and then you parlay that into modeling, which was next, right? Um, yeah. Tell us, yeah. Tell us how you got into that. What was the uh, first yeah. thing and, and, and just kind of go from there, you know, how do you, how'd you get into it and all that too? Yeah. Yeah. So this was, I, I started modeling, uh, with my second agency in San Francisco. So they, they are also really big in the modeling industry and I grew up in the ranch. And so I wore uh, a brand that's called Ariat. They make okay. like, uh, the boots, they make the jeans, they make the jackets, you know, it's really popular in, in the ranch culture, right? I love that brand. So, I got a pair of Ariats myself. <laughs> you know, dude, love it. good quality. So the brand uh, is a client of the agents. And okay. I got a, I got a, a go-see, which is like when the client wants to meet you, they schedule a go-see and I was able to go down to Ariat they wanted to meet me. They wanted to see my sizes. They wanted to see like 
I mean, they, they wanted to learn about me because they knew I was from a ranch background. So I went down there to Ariat, you know, starstruck, of course, because here I am in the Ariat headquarters, right, coming at, in. Oh, it's in uh, Union City out here in the Bay Area. Yeah, okay. And so I go up there, and I'm meeting with the, the designer and uh, one of the sales team reps. And, you know, I'm just telling them about my background, my grandparents, and they're like, hey, Arturo, uh, you're a size 36, and we need you to be a size 34. So can you come back in like two weeks and meet with us again? And we would like to see you at a size 34. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, no problem. You got to lose some weight or what? Yeah. So I, I'm 6'3", and uh, at the time I was weighing uh, 205 pounds. And so I come back two weeks later, and now I'm 195 pounds. I'm 10 pounds lighter. And I'm a, I'm a size 34. So I go that I go down to meet them super excited and I'm like, yeah. And so they're measuring my waist and they put their jeans on and uh, they're like, you know what, Arturo, we actually have a model that's already a size 34. Do you think you could drop down to a size 32? And I was like, um, <laughs> Yeah, I could do that. I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could, I could do that. Yeah, you know, no problem. Give me like, give me like two weeks, right? They're like, actually, we need you to, we need to see you in like four days because uh, some of our, you know, sales team, they're going to, you know, have a meeting in like four days. We need you to be ready in like four days. Uh -huh. you know? I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So for four days, bro, I end up a mad, just on, dude with a sweatsuit on running dude i had a i had a i had a higher personal trainer you know so I, i'm with a personal trainer we're doing things we're water cutting we're making sure that i'm safe that i have everything that i need i go and see them in four days i'm a size 32 oh. and they're like they're, i put on the jeans and they're like you know what arturo like you're you're a size 32 and i'm like yeah i'm like yeah i did it i did it and they're like well your thighs are a little too skinny now though Arturo like you think you can put on some more muscle on your thighs and I'm like yeah I could put on some more muscle in my thighs but you know my waist has got to say a size 32 they're like yeah you know what but we're gonna give you the contract we're gonna give you the contract we believe in you that you can bulk up your legs because you were able to come down to a size 32 so here you go like I was able to get a contract with them and shoot photos in the Ariat uh, Mexico jacket. So I was able to model like the, the Mexican flag Ariat jacket, uh, the red, the black one. I was able to do like 30 of their shirts, like uh, take photos for their catalog on their website, uh, two of their jeans, like two or three of their boots. So man, it was really cool that I sacrificed the frustration and, and part of my weight right i had to drop like a couple pounds in order to make this contract but after i did it i felt so successful man i felt like i could do anything because this was a brand that i truly love and i just felt super honored that i got to model like the mexico area jacket being mexicano right like yeah. dude it's it's super it was amazing i mean well I'm Chicano because I'm from over here, but you know Mexican descent. So, yeah, it was it was amazing, and luckily I'm I still model for them, and that kind of opened up the doors for entire other modeling opportunities through my agency because oh. now it was a lower waist size. A lot of other clients wanted to book me, and I think I did like maybe like five or six other different photo shoots for clients, bro. Yeah, like bunch of different other photo shoots just being a size 32 so you know it's it's kind of like it's like bro it just takes like it just it's up to you a lot of people say i would never drop the weight i dropped the weight you know and and i feel yeah. super accomplished but you know it's a sacrifice <laughs> no man that's that is uh you know quite quite the the, the feat man because I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm six two myself, but I'm like two hundred seventy five, two hundred eighty pounds, man. So, I, I, they would have ruled me out right away. <laughs> like they wanted. To... That's the cool. Do you know there's modeling for everybody though, like different sizes. You know, True. there's and that's just like that's just clothes. Like there's lifestyle photo shoots, but yeah, I 
Yeah, I, I get it, bro. We, we need to get you on a photo shoot, man. <laughs> I'm down, Where's bro. Doc? Where's Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? Shout out to Doc, man. No doubt. But, you know, um, oh, man. Yeah, but that's interesting, man. So what? Are, tell us a little bit about, from, so from there, Arya, you did that. And then uh, you, you started getting more gigs. Um, you do, you, I noticed that you do a lot of uh, clothing lines as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you recently booked one. Uh, I'm looking for it. And what was it? Maybe a couple months ago, man, or even give is or it take. The a, one with the jacket. Uh, oh, I think it, yeah. The, the uh, there it is. I think it's the with with the, the best. Best, the best original stitch. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. That's another client. Uh, thanks to my agency, I was able to do photo shoots, and you know, for the I was able to model like their clothes, and it's like it's from. I think it's from like Japan. <laughs> it's like the oh. clothes is like they make it overseas and then they send it over and then it's like custom fitted. So it felt super cool to be able to have something custom fitted for me and also be able to have a photo shoot and really be like the face for them. You know, it's 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 I don't know. It's like an honor most of the time, man. When I when I work with these companies and they're just like. Arturo, you, you, you know, look so great. And I'm just like, guys, like you guys are making me look great. You know, you, I'm super honored to be here right now. You know, yeah. I'm just like, I'm happy that I'm able to help their company. Yeah, no, of course, man. What, what an honor. Like you said, it's, you know, being in this business, man. And when someone recognizes you for, for your talent, it's a great feeling, man. It's a great feeling, you know, um, what, what, a and then from there, you know, you st- you're doing the stunt work now. And how, how have you been able to kind of balance everything out, man? Do you, are you, is there anything, any time where you have a scheduling conflict or you kind of have to turn down a job because you already got a job over here type of thing, man? Talk about some of that, that balancing act you got to do uh, with all three different facets, you know, the modeling, acting, stunt work. Yeah, it's, it's, um... It, it's it's great that I do this, you know, full time because I, I create like my own schedule, but I just have to make sure that I keep track because you got to write everything down because you don't want to double book yourself. Yeah. If I'm booked and I know I'm going to be like two hours away, then I won't apply to anything for that day. Like I, I just won't submit. I'll let my agent know like, hey guys, I'm, I'm not going to be available. So communication and just being on top of the schedule is really what helps me because it, it's never really guaranteed when you're going to get a commercial or an acting job or, you know, a, a modeling shoot. Um, they just, they just kind of come and go, you know? So I really will be upfront and clear when I'm working on a stunt or I'm working on something and people reach out I'll be like, Hey guys, I would really love to, perhaps we can schedule it after this shoot, but I think communication is key, you know, in any, in any kind of job, in any kind of industry that you're in. And, and so far it's been really helpful and successful for me. I, I, I feel like anyone would appreciate that, right? <laughs> well, of course, yeah. No doubt, man. Yeah, just, just being upfront, right? I mean, and of course that, you know, you, you being in demand as, as, as a performer, man, that's, a, I mean, that's a, you know, that may even, you know, they look at you as, oh man, this, you know, we're working with somebody who's, who's legit, you know, and he's, he's in demand, he's working. Um, I think, I think it has like some kind of, you know, legitimacy and credibility to you as a performer as well. I, uh, I, I you know, I don't know. Um, but. No, oh, definitely. Definitely. Right? You know, it's, it's, yeah. if it's, it just kind of shows um, how passionate, how dedicated, you know, if, if you know that someone is, you know, going to be there on time, is going to ask questions, is going to figure it out. Like, you can tell if somebody's really driven and, and, and about it, you know, and, and that's what I try to show, you know, everyone that I come across, like, hey, guys, like, I can do this. Like, this is what I can do. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. Um, if it works out, great, you know, and, and if other people want to work together, great. Let's do it, man. I'm all about creating and helping any way that I can and that's not even with acting it could be like you know any kind of industry if I'm free I will sit there and and I'll try to help out 
Yeah, man, I can tell you, you're you're a good dude, man. You're good people and uh, selfless, you know. And like I said, man, I, I want to surround myself with guys like you, brother. And you know, and getting into the stud stuff, Kudo, you know, what's uh, some of the? Can you share a story or an experience where you've had to endure some physical pain, man? As as you know, performing oh, a stunt or or practicing yeah. a stunt or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. It was it was recently, actually, it was like a month and a half ago. Uh, we were filming out at my at my grandparents' cattle ranch, and I'm we're filming because I'm putting together like a stunt reel. So you know, a couple buddies of mine, we have some cameras, and and we coordinated like an entire stunt sequence. And part of it included where I get into uh, a fist fight with somebody, you know, in, in the barn and he's supposed to kick me. I'm, I'm supposed to grab his leg and I chuck him. I turn around and I just throw him. And so we had coordinated everything out and he went to kick me and I'm supposed to come around this way and catch his hand like, a, like you know, come out versus down. Yeah. Well, it just happened so fast that it went down and his foot connected right with my fingers and just just like jammed them yeah. straight up, boom, just, you know, completely. And this was before we had even captured the take, right? This was like take one or take oh. two, I believe. Yeah. And so I had to really just shake it off, just bite, you know, kick whatever it is that I needed to do, come back. Okay, guys, we need to finish the scene. All right, let's do it. Let's just shake it off and just keep going. Because little, little, Little things, in, I mean, and not that severe, but sometimes, you know, you'll take like a small hit or you'll take like a, if you're rolling on the ground, you might accidentally roll over a rock that you weren't expecting. Like little things, little things happen like that. And I think that's why you just gotta just go through it, just tough it out. You can be, you can be, you do have pads, you do have like um, a, a gator back on, you know, it's like a shell that the bikers wear. Okay, um, but little things can happen, but you do your best to try to stay safe. That little thing that I did was my fault. I didn't go around. I went straight down oh, because yeah. I was lost in the moment. <laughs> oh man! And what what uh what productions have you appeared in as a stuntman, man? So far. Well, the Direct TV one was one that I was able to do a stunt in because. Oh. Uh, now that it's out, I can actually talk about it because I had to be low key for like a good month and a half because of paperwork and all of that. But yeah. uh, so the DirecTV commercial is um, there's a giant like monster that's taking over the entire stadium and you have people that are like running out. And I was the stunt that I did was just kind of like falling all over the chairs like I was falling backwards and like really like just flipping back. So it wasn't like a super crazy stunt, but it was enough to like can be considered a stunt because you're not supposed to be able to do any of that while on camera. You got to know how to roll and be able to be protected to take the hits from the chairs and the concrete and all that. So, but yeah, that was the first time that I was able to really do that for a commercial and it was super cool. It was a lot of fun. The directors, you know, they were like, okay, Arturo, on, at this time, this is when you're going to flip over and, you know, this guy's going to throw the popcorn your way and you're going to, you know, duck and roll this way. So it, it was a lot of fun. And I think that one's being shown on uh, the MLB uh, channels. So if you guys, if anyone's a, a fan of baseball, you can watch the direct TV and just look for the stands. You'll see me flipping. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's incredible, man. So you're like a triple threat, man. You're modeling, you're acting, you're doing the stunt work. I mean, I think at this point you're you're making yourself so marketable, right? And versatile. I think that's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, what what are some goals that you have in store for maybe the rest of the year, Tudo? And maybe you know, maybe you know, a year or two down the line, man. I mean, what 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 do you see yourself doing? What's your vision at this point? Man, the thing that I want to really accomplish the most, and this is like, you know, goals since I was like five, is uh, I want to be a series regular. I want to be on a TV show as a series regular, whether it be, you know, on Netflix, HBO, you know, TNT. I just want to be part of a show and have them be throughout the whole season and be in, be in the next season. That's my goal. And 
that's what I see myself doing within the next year or two. Um, I'm really just, I take acting classes, you know, I'm just, I'm looking for anything that would possibly take me to that level. You know, I'm, it's like day player auditions, you know, like uh, co-star auditions, like any kind of auditions that I can get that would take me to that next level towards being a series regular. That's, that's what I'm going to do. You know, that's, I'm going to try to make it happen somehow, bro. There's all kinds of different streaming platforms and all of that. So uh, I'm just waiting for the right opportunity. And, you know, I, I definitely believe that it will happen. And I'm just kind of, I'm like, who's going to give me the shot? Who's going to put me on the TV show, man? I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I'm putting my money on you, brother, because you, you've, uh, you've come a long way in such a short period of time, man. And, uh, what, what, do you look back now and think like, wow, you know, you have those moments where you're like, this is awesome, you know, I'm blessed or this is surreal or you have those types of like those moments? Yeah, honestly, it, it happens almost every single time. Like every time <laughs> I finish any kind, any kind of project, it's just, it's in it. It's just, you feel incredible, man. It's like, I look back at everything that I've been through and, and anything that I've ever struggled or doubted or anything like that. But as soon as you get through with the scene and you're able to just, all of that just goes away. You know, you just feel so, so great and so alive. And I think that's, that's why it's added to my happiness, you know, as a person. And I just want to share it with everyone. Like I, I want everyone to feel like I'm feeling if, you know, if there was a way possible. So I guess even as a person, I'll have like a normal conversation with, or I'll strike up a normal conversation with just anyone and try to figure out like, okay, how can I, you know, give you a little bit of what I'm feeling? Like, how, how can I help you out, achieve your goals, you know? Mm. And when you meet people like that in the industry, because there's, it's not just me. I've met a lot of other people like that. It's like, you want to help each other. You want to stick together. You know, you, you want to see like, like even even for yourself brother like i helped you out with headshots like yeah. you know like i was like is there any way that i could help like i will do it and i think yeah. that's what's so rewarding about the, all of this you know every single time i finish a, a job i'll look back and be like man this is this is why i was up till 3 a.m auditioning for this damn job <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no doubt man yeah absolutely i think it's you're on your way man and uh, what, what would you say to somebody, you know, who's, who's looking to bust into the business, right? And, you know, what, how would you advise them to start? Where, where do they start? What, what can you tell them? You know? Yeah, so you need, you need two things. You need to have headshots, right? You need, to, you need to have good headshots. You need to be able to show, you know, what you look like. And you also got to sign up for your casting networks. You got to put your headshots on the casting networks and sign up for them. You'll see the different jobs that are posted. You'll see where they're at. You'll see how much they pay. You'll see everything you need to know. And then you can submit. You can, if they hit you back for an audition, just know that you got to get your camera out or be there in person or learn yeah. some lines, you know, like, but that's, that's how you start. You just get your headshots, sign up for those casting networks. Once you get into the to the to the casting networks, you'll start meeting people as you go out to auditions, and just be ready to learn. You know, keep your ears open, keep your heart open, keep your mind open, and you know, just have fun, have fun along the way, because that's what we're here for. I mean, very rarely do you meet anyone who's like not there to have fun, <laughs> right? Everyone's yeah, having a damn good time when you're on set, so. Yeah, just remember that. Just remember that. I appreciate that, man. And can you name maybe one or two casting networks off, off the top of your head? That yeah, yeah. Uh, LA Casting, uh, or otherwise, I think it's known as just uh, Casting Network. Uh, castingnetwork.com. But there's the LA Casting, and then there's SF Casting. And then you have Actors Access, which is another good one. That's a lot for... Uh, film and television and then you also have backstage backstage is another good one so either either one of those three if you want to sign up 
and put your headshots on there, put your information on there and, you know, start reaching out or people will reach out to you. Sometimes people would just reach out and be like, Hey, you know, I'm interested. I like the way that you look and your profile. You're exactly what I'm looking for. So can you audition? So, and then if you have any questions, I'm also here to help out. So anyone that's listening, uh, if you guys want to reach out to me, more than welcome to uh, answer all DMs, emails, right? So just, you know, hit me up with any kind of questions. Resume is also important, but that's also a conversation to have. So, uh, you know, once, once you're ready and we can go over the resume too, you know, there it is, man. Uh, are you familiar with central casting in Burbank? Dude, I've heard of it, but I need to sign up for it because I was watching a movie and on the credits, you see central casting on there, you know, there's central casting has been in a yeah. lot of stuff. So I feel like I need to sign up for that one too. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're big, man. I, I've worked with them. Uh, you know, about 15 years ago now, but when I was doing more acting stuff, yeah, they're a big one, man, and that's a very easy one to just get in. You know, they, they take your picture for you, and then they have it on file. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then they put, you know, you call, I don't know how it works now, but back, you know, 15 years ago, they'd have, uh, you know, you'd call the number, and they'd have a bunch of different, you know, jobs, you know, describing what they're looking for. We're looking for, for example, Latin Latin male between the ages of, you know, 25 and 30 athletic build, blah, blah, blah. Then you call yeah. them. Yeah. And then, then they, they bring you up on the, you give them your name then they bring you up on their screen and then they would, you know, the casting director would tell you, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? You fit the description. Here's the information, your book. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it works like that anymore, but central casting was, uh, you know, they were pretty, it was a very accessible way in and I actually booked a couple bigger jobs through them, you know, principal role as Jose Conseco and, and, uh, yeah, our yeah that, cool. yeah, that was cool. That's dope, man. I do. I, I have not, I don't know how familiar I'm not familiar with central casting now. I, I'm going to look into it, but dude, it sounds like it was the full package. It's if they, you know, did all of that for you. Yeah. Wow. Union, non-union jobs. So it was cool, man. Yeah. Then, uh, but, uh, anyways, man, but, Dudo, man, you are, like I said, man, an inspiration. You're doing big things, man. I'm going to continue to support you any way I can and stay connected to you. And yeah, like you said, man, you, you, you're always willing to help. And if I have a question, I know I can come to you anytime and you're going to take, take the time to help me and, and, and answer the question or what have you. So, um, before we go, brother, where can uh, the, the good people find you social media websites? you know, your, your IMDB, anything you want to plug, brother? Yeah, yeah. Well, on IMDB, Arturo Rangel, Rangel, should I say? You know, you can find me on IMDB. Uh, Instagram is Turo underscore Menudo. It's, you know, it rhymes. That's why I decided to go with it. And who Turo doesn't menudo. love Menudo on Sundays, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what I got right now, just those two, man. And thank you so much, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all about helping. And, you know, if anyone's listening, like I said, feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much. Profile Pod TV, you know, and, and Social Nostra, right? Is it, did I say that? Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much as well, man. Uh, thank everyone that's been supporting as well. Like, seriously, I can't thank everyone enough. And I'm excited to see what the future holds, bro. We have so much work to do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, man, I wish you the most the best of luck, the most success in, in, in your entire career, man. So uh, looking forward to what, what you got coming down the, the pipe, man. So yeah, I'm going to come hang out with you guys over in LA, bro. <laughs> yeah, you have to, man. We can't wait to do that, man. Yeah, so, no doubt, bro. Muchas gracias otra vez, man. Muchísimas gracias. Thanks again, bro. De nada, de nada a ti, man. A ti este... Yeah, man, there, there you have Arturo Rangel. Ladies and gentlemen, go check him out. He's all over social media. Go check out his work. He's on, uh, you've probably already seen him on DirecTV somewhere, or a, a commercial on a network somewhere and haven't even realized it, but um, he's got some really, really cool footage of his of his work. So go check out his Instagram and, and beyond. So once again, man, thank you so much for being here with us. I appreciate you, brother. And 
There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, Absolutely. thank you. Absolutely. Thank bro. you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to everybody for tuning in. Once again, if you're on the audio platforms or right here on the video, IGTV, Social Nostra, Roku, wherever you're tuning in from, it's always a pleasure being here on the Profile Pod with my amazing guests. This is the podcast that brings on individuals doing extraordinary things in life to inspire the human spirit. And just like Thudo is doing, we will have our next guest who is doing the same thing. So for Arturo Rangel, I'm Double A. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, share, bring, give me the feedback, you know, leave me a, a rate review, all that good stuff, man. So once again, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Arturo, we'll see you soon, brother. And always remember everybody to take it easy. Peace. Thanks again, brother. Of course. Thank you, brother.